Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Booing and Fan Hypocrisy by Carl Kopach. Football fans are hypocrites downright hypocrites. Yes, you. I'm talking about you. Specifically you. You more than most. Not me, though. I'm pure as the driven snow. What has driven me to this tirade? It's this. On Sunday afternoon, in the hammering rain of the Etihad, Liverpool's left back was booed. People actually contorted their faces and made a sound they probably haven't used since the last time they watched a pantomime. His crime? Touching the ball. Booed. Just think about that for a second. Booing. I'll never get it. How can you possibly do it and not look and sound like a dickhead? What a ridiculous action. So, why is this your fault? How does this make you a hypocrite? Well, if you were, like me, one of the perplexed Reds who looked confused at City's treatment of Milner and somehow thought yourself above it, I would like to gauge your reaction to the following names. Michael Owen. Raheem Sterling. Fernando Torres. Well, okay, you probably didn't boo, but you may have hissed. Okay, not hissed, but you probably mumbled that gobshite or something similar. They may not be booing, but the principle is the same. One day they played for you and wore your shirt, and the next time they're little more than footballing toe jam. Incidentally, I'm alright with Raheem. Given the dross he had to play with in his last season, he can hardly be blamed for fluttering his eyelashes across the M62. Michael Owen, though. Michael, the brand Owen, never forgiven, but never booed either. I'm not 12, and this isn't Snow White. When I first heard that Milner booing, I cast my mind back to April 2014, when Milner came on as a first-half substitute for City at Anfield. We were two up by then, and relatively comfortable. I say relatively, as my heart was leaping around my ribcage as I clung on to people in the Kemlin Road stand. But the Yorkshireman's arrival invigorated City, and both he and they battered us for the next 20 minutes. He was all action for City. Hardly a titty lip sulker, so why boo him? Well, I suppose it was because he was good, and they took umbrage when he wanted to move to us. I can understand that. Our outrage at Fernando Torres' departure was publicly due to his destination, but in reality it was because we knew we'd lost a genius, with only David and Gog as a replacement, before Suarez and Carroll came in. You give voice to your dissatisfaction, if your former loved ones are now capable of hurting you. Torres only did so once, the breakaway run for Chelsea's 2-0 win which cost us the league, and even then the game was all but over. Look what happened when he left Chelsea. 
He came back for the charity game. We sang his name and all is forgiven. Hotsy totsy again. Thank you, PG Woodhouse. We let him off now that he was no longer a threat. We booed Rahim, but mostly because his agent is a tit. Every fan cites themselves as barometers of fair play. We all like fairness and are quick to judge if, say, Fellaini or Costa swings an elbow or Lee Catamole goes through his man, but are strangely silent when our lads do it. I'm all for a needle. If anything, the modern game is far too comfortable and nice. This won't sit well with Manny, but I'm a big Anders Herrera fan, for the very reason that most hate him. He's an absolute gobshite. A sliver of order. A louse, a cheat, a fraud and a liar. He'll roll around on the floor feigning injury and do all he can to get his fellow professionals sent off. My sort of player. How can this be, Carl? What about the Corinthian spirit and the Liverpool way? Case. Emery Chan's booking against Arsenal. Remember it? They'd broken on the left and pushed men into the middle, leaving us hurtling backwards as we were overrun. Their lad skips past Emery and can't be tackled, so what does he do? He throws his hip in and takes him out in a beautiful act of casual violence. It's exactly what we needed. And though illegal, it was all I could do not to celebrate it like a goal. Is it okay to approve of that just because he represents me on the pitch? Yes. Well, no, but as I say, we're all hypocrites. Then there's Suarez. Ah, Luis. Let me count the ways. He'd sell his own mother to move a free kick five yards up the pitch. Remember that incident at Carra Road when he went down injured? Noticed we had a break on and then leapt to his feet. I loved that. He didn't care what people thought of him just then. He just wanted to gain an advantage for Liverpool. And I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting we only buy snide bastards. But the game has always had the dark arts. The inability to manage the referee has done Liverpool untold damage over the years. I want Jordan to be in his ear constantly. I want that edge. Any footballer of the time will tell you that Kenny Dalglish whinged at the ref from the second he stood on the pitch. Was anyone in L4 calling him a snide? But back to the booing. It's the greatest compliment you can pay a player, as no one boos the inept when they move on. If anything, we go the other way. We call players legends merely because they once wore a shirt. Even Nick Tanner was called one a few weeks ago, and some of you may have to look up his Wikipedia page just to see who he is. I shouldn't bother if I were you. If James Miller decides to drop down the leagues and returns to the Etihad in a cup tie for, say, Leeds, he won't be booed, as it's unlikely that he would be able to ruin their day. It's all just a bit stupid. All a bit wrestling with its stage fights and panto villains. Harmless, I suppose, but just strange. Dislike him all you want, but if you boo, you might as well shout, I have a mild dislike of you, as they're hardly going to be affected by such a polite barb. No player deserves all-out hatred. After all, they're just men playing football in a variety of different shirt colours. They're human beings, and are allowed to work wherever they want. Let's just remember that. Apart from Mike alone, I'll never forgive him. Boo yourself horse if you've a mind to, though. I won't, as I'm above that sort of thing. As I say, hypocrites. <laughs> Booing is such a bizarre phenomenon. So strange. I can't ever imagine taking part in an act of booing with earnestness. Obviously, I think all of us at some point have done a sort of a sarcastic or a sneery or a ironic boo, perhaps. That's the only way I can ever think of how I might ever have uttered such a thing out of my own lips. But to sit in a stand and mean it, what is actually wrong with you? And listen, and listen, it's not to censor people. It's just, 
I would prefer they were there shouting, you dickhead, I fucking hate you. Or you, you're not a very nice man or, or something along those lines. What, what is this booing? I just, it seems like such a relic of a, I don't know, some sort of gentrified past. I don't understand it. So God bless you if it's your bag and, you know, not, as Carl says, knock yourself out. I like the list that he picked out there of, of players where we can test our own level of hypocrisy by our attitude towards them. Michael Owen, Raheem Sterling, Fernando Torres. Every one of them I've seen referred to as rats and traitors and Judases on Twitter. And probably only last week, because there is that much bile amongst the Liverpool Twitterati that you don't really have to search too hard for it. And whereas Torres, I think, did end up slightly getting a pass, because, do you know what, there was something... I know he won trophies, but he was not really a part of it. There was something ill-fated about that transfer to uh, Chelsea you know, on the face of it, it seemed to have worked and he can count his medals and all the rest of it, but he wasn't really a part of that team. So, I don't know, in some reason, for some reason he gets a pass there from me. I don't, I don't feel that as, 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 as sorely as, as I did initially. And even initially, I was kind of slightly indifferent to the whole thing because we had the excitement going on on our end. But Sterling, the attitude towards Sterling is very revealing, I think. And I think it might actually say something a little bit more sinister about certain people i'll leave it at that you don't need me to explain what i mean by that or to spell it out for you but it's 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 there's something just a little bit off with some of the criticism that you hear if you want to say he's a rat and a traitor that's absolutely fine if you if, if you feel hard done by if you feel he's one upping and going to a club that's look of course you know i get it and i will i will admit that it's stuck in my craw as well the, the way it happened and you know he does himself no favors being represented by that 80 what's his name fella as well so like i mean that's that, that that was difficult to deal with but you understand what i mean it went on to a different level the michael owen thing i probably suffered from the same thing as most reds suffered from robbie fellow was at the club for the majority of the time that, that owen was at the club so owen almost didn't exist for all his brilliance in my mind because fellow was just this sort of totemic focus for all the affection in the world that I can manage. I just absolutely loved him, still do as a footballer. He seems like a good guy as well, but my God. I, I, I think after Kenny, the player that I most enjoyed watching, uh, I won't say I idolised Robbie, I just thought he was incredible to watch. And so Michael Owen leaving, I don't know, everything about Michael Owen as far as I was concerned, even from even when he was being brilliant and winning us FA Cups in the last minute, everything about him was just a bit bland and meh. So I don't have this antipathy towards him. And when I see him spinning around in helicopters over Dubai and <laughs> it's just it's wonderful stuff. I enjoy the hell out of it, so I've got no ill will towards him either. What I'll do is I'll try and make a list for Carl for the next time he does one of these for, for me, and I'll, I'll throw in my glaring examples of hypocrisy and the players that I love to hate into the end of that one. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 